Hey folks, Andrew Packer here. Welcome to Trading Tips. Today, I want to share with you an equation that I use to really sort of get an idea of how well my dividend stocks are performing and whether or not I should be tweaking my process or my strategy. So to share with you what that is and to show you, you know, the power of this equation, I want to use a personal example. So back in early 2009, about 10 years ago, I bought shares of McDonald's. It's a familiar company and the way the economy was going at the time, it seemed like one of the few companies that was safe to invest in. It was only one of two of the 30 Dow stocks that actually ended up in 2008. So seemed like a good idea to invest in. So I bought shares at about 55. So for every 100 shares, I spent about 5,500. And it was paying about a 3.6% dividend yield at the time, or about $2.05 or 205 for 100 shares in annual dividends. And it was actually at 50 cents for three quarters in 2009. And then in the last quarter, they actually raised the dividend. And a lot of companies maintained or raised their dividends during one of the worst markets in our lifetime. So that's another great reason to invest in dividend stocks. But let's jump ahead 10 years to 2019. Now, those 100 shares are about $180 each or 18,000, which is more than tripled from the original $5,500 mark. But at the same time, the dividend's been increasing as well. And at the current prices, it's about $464 or $464 a year for every 100 shares you own. So the price tripled, or a little more than tripled, and the dividend, well, it only went up about 2.6 times. So it actually sort of lagged the share price growth. But it still grew over time. And if we followed this same type of growth for another 10 years, if the dividend just continued to grow at that 2.6% rate, 10 years from now, it would be about $1,048. And then another 10 years after that, it would be $2,370. And then another 10 years after that, it would be up to $5,336. That's just the dividend. So this is 10 years, 20, 30, 40 years. But look what happens at year 40. That annual dividend that you're getting is almost equal to just what you put in. And this brings us to the, one of the most important aspects of dividend investing. It's a concept called yield on cost. Knowing how much you're getting in dividends every year and knowing exactly what that is relative to what you paid for it gives you a much better idea of where you're at in terms of dividend investing. So right now when I look at my McDonald's shares, I see, hey, I'm getting about an 8.8% yield on my original cost basis right now. And if I continue to just own shares, even if the share price doesn't necessarily go anywhere, eventually I will be making what I put in every year. And this example, the most amazing thing about this is I'm just assuming that I'm collecting the dividends here. I'm not reinvesting into additional shares where the compounding effect really starts to take place. This is just strictly looking at the power of the yield on cost. Now, McDonald's is not the fastest dividend grower out there. There are some that are doing much better. And if you look at the current yield, it's actually dropped from about 3.6 to about 2.8 or so, just as a result of the fact that the price is appreciated, you know, more than the, the dividends appreciated. But I know plenty of people who have been investing for 30, 40 years that have essentially gotten their yield on cost to be larger than their original cost basis. And that is why yield on cost is a great way to evaluate where your investments are and what you're doing. If I wanted to sell my McDonald's shares because I was looking at another investment, I would be looking at the fact that I would need to be making about 8.8% uh, dividend return just to kind of match what I'm getting now in terms of my yield on cost. 
And when you look at it this way, it makes a lot more sense just to keep my shares and to let the compounding continue. After all, if I do sell the shares, I'll have to pay capital gains taxes on the shares that I don't have in a tax-advantaged account like an IRA, 401k, whatever. So this is the amazing power of the yield on cost equation. It shows us that eventually, as long as a company continues to grow its dividend, you're going to reach a point where your dividends are going to exceed even what you paid for it. And that's just a, a tremendously powerful way, way to, to look at how to grow your wealth. And remember, all of this is assuming the fact that we're just collecting the dividends in this case. We're not reinvesting them into additional shares. If we were, the compounding process would help that to move a lot faster. This is just looking at simple dividends. So if I were looking to sell my McDonald's shares, for example, and looking at the 8.8% yield on cost I have right now, there are almost no opportunities that are going to look as attractive on that basis, especially if they continue to keep growing the dividend and the share price keeps growing as a result of the fact that the company keeps growing its dividend as well. So consider using this yield on cost equation to really look at your portfolio and your dividend holdings to see how everything ties together and fits together uh, because it's sort of an important equation, but it's one that often gets lost in the shuffle when people just think about current dividend yields. McDonald's current dividend yield doesn't look too attractive. It looked a little more attractive in 2009, but it was still under 4%. But today, my yield on cost, thanks to this growth, is far higher than that. And that's why I'll be keeping my McDonald's shares, avoiding capital gains taxes, and I'll continue to get to this point where my dividends start to exceed what I initially paid for it. It takes a lifetime, but hey, investing's a journey, and this is just the fun part of the ride. So for trading tips, I'm Andrew Packer, wishing you good financial trading and good financial health.